Welcome to Beyond the Book. In this episode, we'll talk about success strategies and how when they are designed by triumphant people, they often lead to amazing accomplishments. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff, guiding you through the essential elements that routinely show up in successful individuals. So let's dive into another episode to help you accomplish your objectives in a more timely and efficient manner. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Book. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff, and joining us, another intriguing and insightful guest today, discussing the book, Pillars of Success. Our guest today, Dr. Alan Leica, a speaker, a life-changing coach, uh, you know, you name it when it comes to titles, acclaimed author, death survivor. Uh, I'm going to share a little bit about Dr. Leica before we bring him on here, just to give you, our listeners, a sense of, of how acclaimed this individual is. Dr. Alan Leica, he's been acknowledged as one of the leading cosmetic dermatologists in the world for over three decades. He's a pioneer in the cosmetic surgery space where he helped to develop the laser-assisted tumescent liposuction, which is an advanced body sculpture technique. Oh, and also Mohs micrographic surgery. Now that is an advanced means of removing skin cancer with 99% success. Unbelievable. He's lived and practiced in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada since he 1989. He has written 17 books, over 30 academic papers, and he's hosted the number one internet radio show in the world called Inside Cosmetic Surgery Today. Dr. Alan Leica, we are so excited to have you aboard to discuss your specific contribution in the Pillars of Success. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Ryan. It truly is my pleasure for being here. And Dr. Leica, you know, typically on this show, we like to do a deep dive into, yes, your, you know, uh, an author's contribution into a book, but specifically, we do like to hear a little bit about the personal and professional experiences that each one of our interviewees has, you know, gone through in their life. And, you know, based on my my research of you, you know, you experienced a pretty traumatic issue uh, in 2003, well, and I think that might be a good spot for us to start. Sure, let's start there. But, you know, it's not hard to write a book. All you have to do is <laughs> slit your wrists and bleed. Ryan. That's what some <laughs> of the pundits have said. So it, it basically is bearing your soul. And to write a book, you have to be in a very vulnerable position. Because what you're doing is really sharing what's happened to you. And that's not a very easy thing to do, especially when you're sharing to the masses. Now, I'm always happy to do this. And my life story began in, in 2003, when I was walking in all places on the earth, the happiest place on the earth called Disneyland. And here was I walking with my wife and my wife turned to me and said, what's wrong with you, hon? I, I said, what do you mean, dear? For once in my life, I haven't done anything wrong. I haven't even thunk anything wrong. And she laughed and said, you know, listen to your foot. And I said, what do you mean? Listen to my foot. That's the dumbest thing I ever said. My right foot had suddenly and mysteriously developed a foot drop. You know, it was hot, Ryan. It was sweaty. Mm -hmm. It was the end of a hot day. It was spring break, but I think it was around 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. So, you know, I said, maybe it's that. She said, no, that really doesn't explain it. And she insisted. She said, when we get back, you better get that checked out. Well, Ryan, when you get your wife puts that ultimatum to you, what do you do? <laughs> oh, you go right to the doctor's office. <laughs> you do. And I saw dozens of doctors, dozens, and they were perplexed. They found nothing wrong. Mm. And, you know, when doctors find nothing wrong, they do more tests and more tests and more tests. And again, they showed nothing. So here I ended up on the doorstep of a world leading neurologist. You know, neurologists are the brain doctors. 
they're the guys that are supposed to have all the answers. And and so I walked in and I said, hi. He said, well, Dr. Leica, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. He said, I think you have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Get your affairs in order. In six months, you're going to be dead. Mm. Wow, Brian, I didn't yeah. know what to do. Mm. So I said, is there a way to prove this diagnosis? He said, yes, on autopsy. Mm. So I shot back, Ryan. I said, I'm not going to die to prove you wrong. But you know, when you go through all this, your your life basically flashes before your eyes. It certainly is something that is, is said in the literature and it does happen. But you go on a journey, Ryan. You start looking for meaning. You start looking for things that were there. And, and fortunately, it was 2003 and something new had been invented then, Ryan. It was called the internet. Just a little we, thing. Just a little thing. You know, <laughs> we didn't have Dr. Google yet. We didn't have him to help us out. But we had something called dial-on connections, where your phone attached, uh, attached to another phone, and it went re-on, re for about 15 <laughs> minutes. And you finally connected. And, you know, I had heard about a doctor in Colorado Springs, Colorado, by the name of David Martz. And David had a story very similar to mine, but he got worse much more rapidly. He was on his deathbed when a doctor came up from Texas and looked at David and said, David, I don't think you have ALS. He said, what do I have? He said, I think you have a bite of a tick. You have chronic Lyme's disease. Now, back in 2003, that was a new disease. Very few people had heard of it, but it was the great mimicker. It mimicked everything. And it mimicked ALS. Well, this doctor started David on antibiotics. And like Lazarus, he arose from the dead. Mm. Well, I knew David had some answers that I needed to get in touch with. So I phoned every hospital in Colorado Springs. And I met up with him at the Methodist Hospital. And we talked for hours. He said, Dr. Leica, can you come down and see me? And I said, David, I'd love to. But it's our Thanksgiving weekend. My wife's having 50 people over. David wouldn't let me off the hook. He said, aren't there any planes in Canada? <laughs> so I got on a plane. I got on a plane from Edmonton to Denver. It was a beautiful flight, two and a half hours. And then I got on a plane from Denver to Colorado Springs. Have you ever been on that flight, uh, flight Ryan? I, you know, I have actually, I've been out, um, towards, uh, to Denver a few, a few times actually. And my goodness, just absolutely beautiful looking out the window. It is, but the problem is late in the day, the air comes off the desert and it causes uh, turbulence. So mm. that plane drops 100 feet at once and then it climbs and then it drops another 200 feet and then it climbs and drops another 200 feet. So it's like being on the drop of doom over and over and over again. And when you crawl off that plane at the end of the day, David, you, Ryan, you're just green. Yeah, you're green. I would think so. <laughs> and I crawled off the plane and there was David on the tarmac to meet me. You know, wow. this was before all the security precautions that went on. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was really, uh, he said, Dr. Leica, you don't look so good. And I said, I'm not feeling so good. He said, you know, let's go talk. And at the end of the talk, David told me, I think history is repeating itself. And he started me on antibiotics. And for over 30 years, I was able to maintain my status as a top 
medical doctor, a top cosmetic surgeon. Wow. That was miraculous. After being but told you know, that you had about six months to get your affairs in order. Exactly. So, mm. you know, when you go on a journey like this, Ryan, you start looking for the pieces. You realize you've been given a second chance. You have a chance to help others. You have a chance to do things right. And, you know, my journey took me through many things. And one of the things I started doing was giving back. And I, I sponsored a charity called the Women of Distinction Award because women were not being uh, getting the kudos in society that they needed. And they still don't now. So at that award, a young lady by the name of Harriet Tinka applied for an award called the Turning Points Award. Harriet's story was similar to mine, but different. She was a world-leading model, and she was a runway model in New York. When she walked away, she retired to get a degree in accounting. And she took that degree at the University of Calgary, but she was befriended by a, a man called Marshall, who turned out to be a dangerous psychopath. Marshall kidnapped her, stabbed her, wow. and left her for dead. So, you know, Harriet had to climb out of that. And it was because of these things. Harriet said, you know, Dr. Laika, I want to take you for lunch. And we talked about her similarities. And we were able to write a book called The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And it, it's about the golden pearls that we've discovered, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Golden pearls that can help everybody in their life. Well, Dr. Leica, let me ask you, for, before we dive into what those golden pearls exactly are, you know, what was it like for you having gone through this traumatic experience, living your life, feeling like you've almost cheated death in a way, uh, and to get to a point where, yes, you feel like you want to share your, your story and your experiences and that hope that that brings with others, what was it like then? To be approached, you know, it, uh, well, what was it like to to be approached and work with a handful of very successful entrepreneurs to contribute to such an acclaimed book in the Pillars of Success, and to work with an individual like Jack Canfield, which is a household name in and of itself? You know, Jack is one of the most amazing men in the world, but you know, he had to climb a mountain of adversity to get where he was. You know, his book was rejected from over 140 publishers before it came successful. But Jack didn't let that down. He kept on trying and trying and trying. And now it's sold over 240 million copies. Wow. Now that is really a success story in itself. Mm -hmm. And for Jack to approach me and say, Dr. Laika, I'd love to have you in my next book was really an honor. And you know, several other people had that honor as well. Mm -hmm. They overcame adversity to such a point that they are showing this to everybody in the world in this book so that people can literally uh, use that, especially in this time of COVID when so many people are beaten down. Mm -hmm. As we speak, the numbers of COVID cases are rising exp exponentially and we're going through another downturn. You know, people have to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and really reach out and help each other through this catastrophe that's going on. Well, when you talk about, you know, the, these golden pearls that you address, uh, you know, in your chapter, The Secrets of Living a Fantastic Life, could you, could you provide us with a little insight into what these pearls are and also what they meant for you in the moment when you figured them out? 
Well, let me go through one of them. And we start with the pearl of love. And I believe that dreaming is stronger than reality. Desire is more potent than apathy. Hopes are more powerful than despair. Joy always triumphs over sorrow. And laughter is the ultimate cure for mankind's foibles. And I believe that stronger, that love is stronger than heat is the strongest, the greatest gift of all. That there's some kind words that I'm saying that really can help a person. But you know, they are dwindled by the words of Mother Teresa when she says, if you love until it hurts, there can be no more hurt, only love. So what what great words for, to accomplish. And, and I'm glad to be in that small group of people that that help other people live an inspired life. So essentially, it's these golden pearls that are ultimately the secrets to living that fantastic life, as you outline in the book. Absolutely. Those golden pearls help people. They're touchstones. They're people that really can make make things go. And, and you know, when I said on this, you have to be vulnerable. You know, vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. You know, for it all to happen, you have to become vulnerable because that's where the greatest chance of success is. If we're not vulnerable, we don't have that chance of being successful. You know, if you're running a race, Ryan, you put it all on the line. You have every chance of winning, but you also have every chance of failing, which is not a very happy place to be in. No, no, absolutely not. But uh, now at the same time, Dr. Leica, you would, you've clearly taken time to identify what these pearls are and what the secrets are to living a fantastic life. What, what is your fantastic life? Where, where, where are you now and what's, what's Dr. Leica achieving these days? You know, what I'm achieving most is serving other people, helping other people achieve their dreams, helping other people getting out of situations like I was in. You know, that takes a lot of hope. That takes a lot of things. And I believe in people. I believe people can overcome these down times. And I think people can have a happier day at the end of the day. You know, it's always darkest before the dawn. And one thing we have to realize is that although we have all these things going on right now, we also have the seeds for a new renaissance going on. The very fact that we have these things coming on we now have tools that help us going on this. Ryan, I'm here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. You're in your home. Look at how we can communicate and how we can use this wonderful gift of mass media to communicate with so many people on the globe all at once. This is truly a miracle how this can happen. We can do this at, a, at an instant, which is something that's beautiful. It really is. It's it's extremely impressive. I mean, I was just talking with someone, you know, about an hour ago about just how the how the business climate as a whole and the economic climate has shifted so drastically to see, you know, billion dollar corporations changing their business model overnight in order to accommodate, you know, how society has to function in this COVID era. It really is a fascinating case study in and of itself. And you had mentioned COVID initially and how it it's it's really, uh, it's changed a lot of us uh, in, in a lot of different ways. And I think one of the biggest ways is mindset. I think a lot of people are waking up every day trying to, um, you know, reinvigorate themselves with a sense of purpose and a sense to, to go forward in life, uh, despite so many things remaining stagnant. Would you say that 
given your contribution to this book and the timing at which a you know it's released and and this content specifically would you say it's kind of coincidental in terms of the content that you are providing here in this chapter of pillars of success and what we're all kind of longing for right now at home you know it is very coincidental and and it's something that i'm overwhelmed by the ability that i can help so many people now so the very fact we have these things, I'm glad my book can help one or two people. And at the end of the day, that's all I want to do is see other people climb out of this. You know, Ryan, we can't know the peaks of success without knowing the depths of of, of despair. It's funny that way, but we, we appreciate the peaks of success that much more. And you know, from a business model, it's interesting how Microsoft and Apple and many of the great corporations all started in recessions. Recessions, uh, not like the, the COVID virus, but recessions in their every right, where people were saying the world was going to end. Uh, you know, So really, the seeds for success are in this period of time. And more companies actually become very successful in this time than ever. It's I mean, look at Amazon. I mean, that's that's the one that's, you know, the writings on the wall, you know, and seeing their demand only continue to increase with the, you know, their door to door delivery and everything like that. It it really is uh, quite a a special time, a special. For, that's a for lack of a better word there. Um, but Dr. Leica, I, before we before we wrap things up here, uh, you know, was the is there any other, you know, last thoughts or discussion points that you wanted to touch on regarding your contribution to the pillars of success? Well, I, I would like to make sure that people understand one message permeates through that whole book, the, the pillars of success. And it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. That was the statement of a, a Greek slave by the name of Epictetus who became a free man because of the efforts that he did. So that was 2,000 years ago. And even then there were catastrophes and disasters going on. But that shows how you can pull yourself up, no matter what situation you're in, to become even stronger and better. And that's what I'd like to emphasize with people. The pillars of success are that you have to take initiative and you have to rely on your efforts. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. Baby steps are often what it takes. Wow. Well, Dr. Leica, we really appreciate you having you on and, and you opening yourself up and sharing, you know, your personal you know, tragedies and, and triumphs as well. Um, you know, it's, it's, I know our listeners appreciate it, and I certainly appreciate having the conversation with you today. Well, I'd like everybody to get a free copy of my book in a PDF format. You know, it, you can get that by just writing my girl, Tammy, T-A-M-I, at Leica, L-Y-C-K-A dot C-A. We will gladly send that off to you. And be sure to follow me on some of the other media that's out there, Facebook, LinkedIn, etc., because we'll be coming out with more and more coming out there. And we'd love to communicate with you. Make sure you become part of our family. And absolutely, we and I should also throw out there, because uh, I've got it up in front of me, DrAllenLeica.com. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N-L-Y-C-K-A.com for a handful of additional information regarding Dr. Leica um, and his work as a speaker, author, podcaster, blogger, you name it. <laughs> Dr. Leica, we thank you so much for coming aboard today. Thank you very much for having me today, Ryan. I really appreciate it. Have a fantastic day. 
And ladies and gentlemen, to our listeners, we thank you for joining us for yet another edition of Beyond the Book. Please stay tuned for more intriguing and, as always, enlightening conversation in our next episode. For our guests, Dr. Alan Leica, I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long, and we'll see you on the next episode of Beyond the Book. 